Oops. It's your girl, Donna D, a.k.a. The Urban Mommy, and I am back with another podcast. Today, as you can see, it is time for a 20-minute tea. That is the time in which I give you the tea that's been going on around. I want to make sure that when you go out into the streets, you already know what's happening. Nobody can't tell y'all nothing because y'all already know. All right? I watch the news so that y'all don't have to. Okay, so without further ado, I will get started. Well, I do have one thing. Y'all remember to subscribe, share, like, and all that good stuff. I need those ratings, y'all. I know y'all enjoy my tea. All right, so let's get started. So the first one is going to be a point of personal privilege. That means I'm going to say something that's, you know, might not be a trending topic, but it is to me today. So there is a school by the name of Warren Easton. It's a high school in New Orleans. It's pretty well-known. It's They do great academically. They have a great football program over there. Um, you know, just look it up. It's a, it's a nice school. Now, just to be cool, just to be clear, in full disclosure, my son does go there, but he don't really have anything to do with this story, but I'm just telling it because it is what it is. All right, so let me just tell y'all this. So we have an organization in Louisiana called the LHSAA. That's the Louisiana High School Sports Association, and they pretty much regulate the sports that happen within the state. It's a good thing, and then it's a bad thing. The bad thing is that they're a private nonprofit. Pretty much, they run it like death row. They don't answer to anybody. They give a sanction, and it is what it is. I mean, sometimes you can appeal, but... You know, it's a lot of politics involved. I'm bringing it up because they have put down what I think is a cruel and unusual punishment for these children. There was an alleged violation of recruiting, a recruiting violation. And because of that, two coaches were suspended. The school was fined and they have went even further and they have taken the football season away from the children. I think that's unfair. I don't think that the punishment fits the crime. If you're going to punish the people, that's fine. Punish the adults that did it, but don't take this away from children. We all know how important sports is. I'm sorry, y'all. How important sports are to children. We got to make sure that we we don't... I mean, we have our, our children going through enough. There's a lot of crime and violence. There's a lot of stuff that they're getting into that they shouldn't. So let's not take away something that, that they are using positively. A lot of these kids have nothing else but sports. And to take it away and say that you can't go to the playoffs because something that a coach did last year for a kid this year that's not even playing. So, I mean, it was a recruitment allegation that didn't even come come to fruition. So it's like, whatever. That's neither here or there. But what I'm trying to talk about is the kids. I'm bringing this up because somebody else out there listening may have a situation where there's a similar situation that happened there. How do y'all deal with recruiting? Where y'all from? Is there something that they can do? Do y'all do they usually suspend children for things that adults do? And if they do, when are we gonna stop standing up saying that that's not fair? Like I stop punishing children and taking away something that's positive in their lives. These kids have scholarships, they need scholarships, they gotta get those reps, they gotta have a meaningful season. They got kids that already have their scholarships solidified. But they got kids out there going to practice every day, working in 100-degree heat to get better so that they can get exposure, and we taking that away from them. Because if you can't play for uh, contention, you just, you just practice practicing. All right? On to the next story. So the next story is just like a warning to everybody. COVID is back. I can't say COVID is back because COVID never left. But there was... A sub-variant of the Omicron version, which came out in 2021. There's a new one, and they call it EG5. Eris. A lot of people are starting to get it. The numbers for the hospitalization has gone up. 
it's 90% lower than it was in the in the height of the pandemic, but still people are being sick. I just had a cousin told me she and her husband were sick and she said that she had some breathing issues, but just to let y'all know, be careful. It is Asia, Europe, and America right now. I don't know how fast it's spread. I don't know how bad it is. And there will be another booster that's coming out. They say that the CDC says that the booster should be out the end of September. Now, let me tell you one thing I hate about COVID. I hate the conversation about the, the the vaccine. Like bad enough, we still talking about it. Either you're for it or you're against it. If you're for it, take it. If you're against it, don't take it. But please, sorry y'all, please spare us the, the long nonsense about the shot. Just don't take it, you know? So that's, hopefully we will not have to go through that again. But everybody stay safe. Next, I wanna talk about what happened at Howard. I'm wearing my Howard shirt today. No, I did not go to Howard my niece does so i had this shirt to represent her and she is out there so um y'all make sure y'all leave her alone my little cousin out there too pre-med well i guess he's not pre-med anymore he's regular med <laughs> but anyway so let me show y'all this video watch moments they did not want to reveal their identity out of fear of retaliation a bunch of dc locals came up to us it was like maybe 5 10 20 and one lunges at me, so I square up. They just started kicking us, you know, punching us, and we were, we were getting jumped. The two students were able to escape, but a few of their friends got left behind, and one was stabbed. He got stabbed in the back and got like just beat on by like 30 people, him by himself. And security looked at him on the ground, watched his body go limp, and just walked away, didn't call anybody, didn't do anything. Right, so that was the story. So in response to that, Howard says they are stepping up security around the school. They have installed some new cameras. They are going to do a little key card entry. They're going to add more key card entries to the campus. There's a group that goes around and has been going around um, vandalizing different groups, fighting and all kind of stuff. So they know about the group. It is a thing. We just got to keep our kids safe. Just after, you know, last week, two weeks, we had that big situation in Alabama. We thought that was a little camaraderie amongst each other, but now, you know, this happened. So that's, it's sad. And it's unfortunate that this type of stuff is happening. Like, and it's kids, it's teenagers. We just talked about that before. We gotta get these kids something to do and going out and jumping people. I can't ever think of a good reason to jump somebody. Like what like that many people and that, that child got stabbed and y'all saw in the video the security guard kind of looked and walked off so it's like why i don't know can't speak on that but just know it's an issue but please y'all leave those little kids alone like please leave those children alone they trying to do the best they can they, they trying to make it please you know get y'all kids if y'all kids is one of those kids out there terrorizing the community please stop them before something else happens to them you know, we try to fight for all kids, but just please y'all, please. And actually a month ago, a construction worker was shot and killed during an attempted robbery on Howard University campus. So this isn't the first incident. There was another situation and a 14 year old boy was actually arrested for this situation, which is, you know, I don't know how much more sad you can get. All right, so bad crime is happening almost all over in most cities, but we got to stop it. We definitely got to keep our babies safe. They're at school, y'all. So can they just be off limits for a minute? Can they please? Okay, the next topic is... Oof. 
the blind side. So, and I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I don't know why this story never really resonated with me. I was never interested in it. I will be honest. I don't even think I even watched the story. I know what it was about, but I didn't watch it. I don't know why. And maybe now I know why. The guy came out, I think a year after and said that that story wasn't really true. But now he is coming all the way out and he is saying that they technically never even adopted him. It was not a real adoption. They just uh, put him into a conservatorship. Is that right? Conservatorship. Whatever. I'm saying it wrong, y'all. I'm sorry. But that's basically when you usually do that for somebody who's incompetent, mentally incompetent, where they can't really do things on their on their own. You stand in and you're able to do everything for them. So what he is alleging is that his what's the adoptive parents, whatever they are, that couple right there, they were they tricked him into signing those papers, which he didn't know. He was just playing football, wasn't paying attention. And they basically took all of his money, allegedly. That's what he said. Now, of course, their attorneys are saying that's not true. But his attorney is saying we have a fight. They basically took his money and they were supposed to split it between them two, their two biological kids and Michael. But Michael said that none of that happened. He hasn't made any money from the movie, which was completely all about him. They own the rights to him and everything. And I believe the they still have the, the um, it's still an, an, an act. In act. It's still active. Like they never changed it or whatever. They never canceled it. So they are still, I guess, over him. So I don't know how that's going. That's a little nasty fight that's, you know, kind of going on right now. All right. Also, we want to talk about Hawaii. Whew, that is a sad situation. We talked about Hawaii last week. You know, there was a huge fire. And at the time, we were at three deaths. When I did some research today, we were at 99 deaths. And then I think I looked again, it was at 101. And there are over 1,300 people missing. So it's obvious that those numbers are going to go up. I've seen a couple of reports that the government may have known, not known that it was going to happen, but they knew of the risk and that they didn't address it. But that's what almost every disaster, you know, we always not we always, but a lot of emergency departments do know of risk and they don't address it until something happens, i.e. Hurricane Katrina. So whether that really they knew or not, the sad part is that, you know, they lost a lot of people because of that fight. I mean, it completely devastated the place. So there's two sides of it. OK, so some of the people who live in Hawaii are saying can tourists please leave y'all are taking up resources by being here y'all taking tours being insensitive taking pictures with a lot of people y'all jumping in the water swimming and having a good time in the same water that people had to jump in last week to escape a fire and then there's the other side which is the tourism industry that still wants them to come because they do need the money they don't want to be neglected or whatever so i'm not from there so i'm not gonna step in and say what's right because I don't live there, but I, I know how we felt in New Orleans. If y'all looking at my hand, I burned myself. All right, so I know how it was in New Orleans after Katrina, how we felt about the different situations, about people getting on tour bus and taking pictures of everything that happened to us. Well, we had over a thousand people um, that that lost lives or something. I can't remember the number. I might be making this up, but I think it was over a thousand. I don't know, maybe a hundred. Maybe a thousand was for the entire Katrina. I don't know. I wasn't supposed to be talking about Katrina, so I didn't look it up, y'all. Don't judge me. All right, next topic. Y'all know the chick Fanny from Georgia? Well, that's the same one that had, that indicted 
Young Thug and Gunna and all them. Well, she has recently gone after Donald Trump and 18 other people. She hit them with the RICO. They have been indicted. I think he has 10 days to turn himself in. They're trying to get mug shots. They're trying to get all that stuff. And he is basically being indicted for something that happened with the election, saying that they were rigging the elections. We all heard the stories and remember it was called fake news. So now they're about to go through the process. And we know how she is. She don't play. She nothing nice. And she clearly not scared of anything because I'd be scared of somebody trying to do me something. But she went after, she going after the rappers. She going after everybody. So we'll follow up with that case and we'll see what's going on. All right, the next story. I just, this story right here just oh, works on my nerves. All right, so this story happened in Florida. The guy, his name is Keith. The lady in the middle named Brooklyn. And then the mother of Keith is Sheila. She's on the end. On the end. There were some text messages that went through where pretty much they were talking. He basically said he wanted to kill her because she hasn't done any, she isn't doing anything but costing him money. She is the mother of his two-year-old baby. That's the mother of his two-year-old baby. As you can see, he is texting the mother and the mother does not only know about what he is doing, she was actually telling him what to do and, went, and actually said, don't call nanny and tell her. She will try and talk you out of it, okay? It's horrible if you read the details about the situation. It's just ridiculous that this even happened. Like, what type of trash, trifling mother are you? And I mean, we know because you have a son that's killing a woman for what? I don't know. Um, the mother of his child at that. So now this poor baby does not have a mother, a father, or a grandmother. All because she costing you money. Like, come on, bro. And then you you ride along with it. Then she was actually telling him what to do, how to shoot him, don't do this. Then she like, let me delete these texts before I get in trouble talking to your stupid self. Well, ma'am, you're stupid too. And to be honest with you, I hope they throw you under the jail because you are just as complacent as he is in this whole situation. And I really hope that they give you some time. And I know one year, I hope you get time. You don't need life, but I hope you get some time, ma'am. Because that's horrible. You just mad, so you did that to that child. And actually, while I was looking up this situation, I found another one that happened in Texas. I don't understand what these what's going on with these men killing these women, but I mean, but I mean that's that's always the case. Not saying that they make it any better, but when I was looking up this situation, I found another one that recently happened in Texas where a guy killed the mother of was it four of his children? No, it's two. The mother of two of his children. He was upset at her for whatever reason. He got her out of the house and shot her, shot and killed her in the parking lot of a liquor store. He then got out of the car, I guess with the girl, and got in the car with his new girlfriend. They drove away. He told his family about it. That somebody must have called the police. The police went to the house and said, we don't see any anything going on. And then, so they, they left it alone, but come to find out the girl was shot in the parking lot of a liquor store. So it's a whole nother case. They didn't release her identity, but they did release his. So if you know him and you know her, then you know who she is. All right. The next story isn't really a story. It's really our homework for next week. I want y'all to go on Netflix and y'all need to watch the Netflix special on Johnny Menzel, Mr. Johnny Football or whatever. They should have called him Johnny Cash. But I want y'all to watch that because we're going to have a topic. We're going to have a conversation next week about privilege. I want to talk about Mr. Football and what happened with him and what's going on with him. So I need y'all to watch that. Okay. Next story 
is sorry Jamar Chase so Jamar Chase is from New Orleans I think he went to I forgot that Rumble or something I think he went to Rumble and he went to LSU and now he plays for the Bengals he's really good he was drafted I think in the first round he's a really good football player but anyway Jamar met a girl last year and he had a one night stand with her so since that one night stand she has gone absolutely nuts and she is stalking and doing all kind of crazy stuff to him and his mother he has filed an order of protection against her she is even alleging that she has a baby for him but they have tried to get the baby dna tested she would not allow the baby to be tested she is just making his life a living you know what she's tagging the staff the bangles at the bangles you know she, she's doing uh, remember what Zion's girlfriend did a couple of months ago and I, I even hate to bring up Zion and his girl because they've been quiet for a while I don't even know what's happening over there but it's kind of giving Zion and Mariah right now except for at least Zion and Mariah were actually somewhat of a, a situation it seemed like Jamal just met this girl at the club one night but let this be a lesson to y'all young football players basketball players, rappers anybody really be careful who you take home you know, having one night stands sometimes it's not what it's cracked up to be. Like I know y'all done seen all these movies. Like I know it's just a movie, but a lot of it is real. Like people get crazy. Don't do that. Especially when you're a football player, you got money. This girl trying to get chosen. You know they got girls that try to get drafted too, and they don't play sports. Yeah, they try to get drafted, and that's what she's probably trying to do. And now you left her alone, don't want to be bothered. So now she's mad, and she will make your life a living hell. So y'all young men, even young women, y'all got to do a better job of getting that choosing a person that you want to be with. I know y'all young and y'all want to have fun and do whatever, but I don't know. I just want y'all to, you know, just do better. Make better decisions because you never know how that stuff going to hurt y'all. And my last story, it's not really a story. Well, it is a story. It's something I want to discuss because I really don't know the answer, but I want this really to be more like a discussion. So a lot of rappers have been canceling concerts. So Lil Baby, Dirt, Moneybag, yo. They have had to cancel concerts. Sometimes they say it's because of low ticket sales. Sometimes they say it's mental health. I mean, I heard all kinds of stories. I heard on one of the podcasts I was listening to earlier, they were saying that it's hard to tour when Drake and Beyonce is touring. So, I mean, it could be a money issue. It could be all kinds of issues. Since COVID, the cost of touring is expensive. So, sometimes maybe these entertainers, these companies are looking at the, the cost and maybe it just doesn't work. I don't really know what the reason is. Like I say, people keep saying low ticket sales. If it is low ticket sales, like what is the difference between rap now and then? I mean, are the tickets just that much more expensive or is life just that more expensive? What is the reason why these guys are canceling these concerts? Like I said, that's just a discussion that I want to talk about. And I rem remember, I want to talk about that. And I want y'all to go watch that Johnny Menzel story because I want y'all to be able to come back and be able to understand what I'm talking about. Now, I know I watch the news, so you don't have to, but I really do need y'all to go see this Netflix special because the privilege is real on now. I ain't hating on them. I'm just saying I just wish I could get some of that. But anyway, that's all. Y'all remember to like, share, comment. You know, tell somebody about me, y'all. And y'all come back next week because I will have more news, more tea for y'all. Also, I've been dropping a whole bunch of podcasts. I'm going to have a lot of big podcasts coming up. So I want y'all to pay attention. I want y'all to follow me. And if you really support me, y'all go to the most cute one. That's my Instagram. And on there, I have a link tree where you can see all my links and go get my book. 
honestly, part three is about to come out. I know I've been saying it, but I mean it this time. Part three is coming out. You can go listen to it for free on YouTube or you can buy it on Amazon. My link is in the bio. I thank y'all. And if the law say the same, I'll see y'all next week. Peace.